Hello, class, and you are listening to Podcast 118 on Hey Arnold Reeducation, where every week, two lifelong friends gather to rewatch, review, and relive every episode and movie of the classic Nicktoon, Hey Arnold. I'm Michael. And I'm Beth Harmon from The Queen's Gambit. You certainly are with the great... I'm Sean. Yeah, he look. I mean, Beth, you are so hot when you do, like, when you're smoking and you're, you have the the eyeliner on the bottom of your eyes but it's not really on your eyelid it's like on where your kind of eye bags would be i just want you to know that look really does it for me thank you i'm a fashion icon you certainly are i hope you had a good time last night in soho (laughs) i did although there was a there was a witch there when i was (laughs) eight years old and it was disguising itself as a as a black goat in my family's farmyard and my name was thomason something something new mutants because it's the only other yes anya taylor joy there you go, there you go. i was like that, yeah. Fu- that furiosa movie hasn't come out yet <laughs> yeah that's true that's true that's true we can wait on that one okay 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 we'll revisit we'll, re- we'll revisit that run when we what when, when we get the harman podcast yeah yeah our podcast uh the the joy of anya taylor in which we revisit all, the entire filmography of anya taylor joy <laughs> somebody has that somebody has to do that i just want to shout out in terms of like i just love a good podcast name um i know your mileage may vary um i'm not sure if you were into boy meets were you into boy meets world at all i watched it but i can't say that i was like into into okay okay so i just saw on tiktok like um a podcast hosted by what's tiktok michael tiktok is uh this chinese app that is taking over the world one why does the app have to be chinese wasn't it made in China? Like the hole that goes all the way to China? Anyways, there was this Boy Meets World <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, I can edit these things out. <laughs> um, I know, but no, no, this, these episodes are ones that I think I, I, need, to, I need to roast people. Oh, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. nothing happens. That's true. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I just wanted to quickly plug, <laughs> if you like Boy Meets World and you're listening to this, and you just, through the name alone, give these guys a shout out. There's a, it's a podcast hosted by two black guys uh talking about boy meets world and the podcast is called bro meets world and i just thought it was amazing help (laughs) and i was like okay you have my attention that's awesome (laughs) um anyways oh boy where are we we going with this this is we're we're like we're 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 clearly compensating for for something here well we're gonna get to that in just a second i wanted to get some good good stuff out of the way here well yeah, I just wanted to uh, share. We got some kind words from a new follower on our Twitter page, PC at PC118pod. The Instagram handle is also the same. Um, so I just wanted to read a DM we received from Diana. And she says, uh, Hey, I started listening yesterday after seeing your post on Reddit. I may have done some plugging on the hey arnold subreddit went over okay i didn't had some nice exchanges with some few folks i'm the one who commented about big orange couch as a 90s nick nostalgia podcast recommendation so far i finished up to episode six and i'm absolutely loving it 
I've been listening on Apple Podcasts, but keep forgetting to rate and review. I love the dynamic between you two and how you're going about recapping and discussing the episodes. Keep it up. Thumbs up emoji. So thank you, Diana. That was my wow, mighty Diana, thanks. Mighty kind, mighty kind. Yes. So nice of you. Yes. Very, very nice. Wow. That means we have a dynamic that we have to maintain now. Michael. I know. We have a we have a brand that we've now pigeonholed <laughs> ourselves into and we cannot veer off one whatsoever uh it had to happen yeah episode sweet I've, I've, we've, I've officially been typecast i've been waiting for this <laughs> lol anyways yeah you can find us on apple podcast spotify amazon music stitcher google podcast apparently as well too and some other means some people listen to us on mozilla which is cool because i don't know anybody who uses mozilla as their browser of choice like 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 firefox yeah apparently and it has its own podcasting thing, or is this just like a... Um, like a I don't know. I don't know. Based? Maybe just like, I think there's also when I track the met when I look at the metrics and stuff uh, from the data yeah. that I'm able to see, because I don't want to pay for anything else at the moment right now. Um, it oh, shows wow. us the servers, or it shows us the streaming platforms that listen to the show, uh, the OSs, mostly iOS users. Mm-hmm obviously um and, and the then ip addresses yeah. <laughs> yes uh and the uh yeah the algorithmic likelihoods of them committing crimes and things like that so it's some kind Got of like it. minority report stuff going on uh and interesting yeah 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 and then i believe yeah like browser well, the most commonly used browsers too to listen mm. so that's pretty cool so anyway yeah i think that pretty much does it for the plugs um yeah, man. So today we're talking about episode 17 of season one of Hey Arnold. Uh, part A being Abner Comes Home. Uh, Abner Come Home, sorry, I should say. Um, originally aired November 27th, 1996. So like a Thanksgiving-ish around that time. Written mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. Joanne Salaber, directed by Cullen Blaine and Howie Parkins. Abner, Ar- Arnold's beloved pet pig, sees a cat out the window and he runs out of the boarding house to chase it, which leads him to running far away from home. The next morning, Arnold wakes up to realize that Abner is gone. Later, he announces a search party so everyone can help find Abner before something bad happens to him. So, basically, I just want to get this out of the way, like, for this episode and the episode after. Like, to me, this episode felt like the equivalent of having, like, a hundred-note streak on, like, Guitar Hero or DDR and just having that combo broken because... Your finger just <laughs> slipped, and you, or your foot just missed the pad by a by a hair, by a centimeter, and you just you wanted to move on. You want to move forward and get get the combo back, but your confidence was just so shaken, and you you just couldn't. And you were just thinking to yourself, "How much star power do I have to spare? <laughs> Is the do do I still deserve for the machine to say that?" You're not an ordinary fella. I was just I was just plagued with a lot of uncertainty watching these episodes. Yeah, I see the thing is I remember both of these episodes, yeah. but I don't know if it was just because I was juvenile the first time I watched <laughs> these and thought anything that was animated was entertaining. Uh-huh. But yeah, I uh, I multitasked my way through these. I will not lie to you. That's fair. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, this, I don't know, man. This, I mean, I'd say this, this one at least, uh, so Abner come home, I felt it was charming enough. I, okay, so as a child, I didn't have any pets, at least nothing like 
nothing big with like you know nothing what's the, what's the word quadrupedal i had like a fish it died pretty quickly i had a gecko my mom accidentally killed it because he, she like unplugged his light thingy so i came home and he was just like he was gone so i always felt that there was always this like fomo for me as a kid because i didn't you know i all my friends had cats or dogs or whatever and i've always mm-hmm. been very partial to just yeah like a kid and a kid and their pet that sort of narrative in in movies you know um so i enjoyed it for that aspect you know but and you know it is a cute it is a cute relationship but it doesn't yeah i don't know it just doesn't have that like necessarily like hey arnold sauce really it kind of just felt it just felt i don't know it just didn't really feel like it was in keeping with how strong the this you know this season has been up to this point yeah i mean this episode is about characterizing abner right yeah and that's true when you when you compare that to episodes that characterize eugene mm-hmm. or characterize like harold or mm-hmm. helga like each of them have these over the top things about themselves that make them a character and Yes, Abner has that because oh, he's a pig, but he acts like a dog. Wow, <laughs> funny. But like, you know, you don't get that same kind of like impact. That's a good point. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. so I get the formula. Yeah, but the the payoff just felt like when's the next episode? A little bit. Yeah, I mean, it'd be yeah. one thing if like you know Abner was integral to other episodes besides it's like the only other time like yes, like Abner yeah. has any bearing on the story is going to was fetching truffles or whatever. Uh, that's right for uh, yes. Arnold's Arnold's hat or uh, Helga's Helga's diary or whatever that episode was. If we're gonna liken this to another Nick tune, this is Appa's lost days. Only way less emotionally compelling. <laughs> I, I look over my notes here, and all of my, all of them are just like reactions to things like, "Ew, hand mixed by Arnold." Yeah, <laughs> when Don't. he was making the food. Yes. Okay. This was a good hate Arnold episode. Can, is what okay. Yes. Yeah. This okay. Is, yeah. I think. His his whatever his credibility his responsibility his accountability as a as a pet owner, it's a little weird and a little effed up. So yeah, let's talk about Abner's breakfast special breakfast for a second. It consists. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather sooner eat uh, SpongeBob's bad breath peanut sundae than this. I'd sooner try that because at least that has ketchup in it, and you know you know I love me some ketchup. So Michael loves ketchup. <laughs> so send me. So uh, yeah, send me some ketchup over at PC 118 pod. Um, trying to go with that organic though. Cause you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting any younger. So Abner's breakfast consists of thusly dog food, eggshells, a banana peel, which Arnold is very, very keen to serve to his uh, pet pig. And I thought presumably for like actual digestion consumption, a dirty sock. Cause he mixes it all in. Yeah, it just made me really uncomfortable to watch him to watch him throw all that together. I don't like it. They, I mean, first off, the bin is next to the uh, dog dish, pig dish. Yes, slop, whatever, whatever. And they're obviously just feeding him compost, which I mean, I, I guess is a, is a good idea. Maybe I don't know uh-huh. I don't pig stuff. But then, yeah, Arnold is all too excited to mix by hand. Does not wash his hands afterwards. The cat, yeah, when we see it is two hundred percent a penis motif. What two hundred percent a penis motif? Yes. Yes, look at the cat the okay. first time it shows up. Okay, I'm gonna have to, I'll flip it, to look at the. Is, uh... It's like this one, the one that's like sitting and limp. Like the white, that. wait, the white cat that like he gets in his little yes. standoff with. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. It is 100 percent a pingus. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's let's. I, I I will be scrolling, but anyway, uh, looking at that. Yeah. So 
I was curious and I googled, you know, what 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 are pigs even allowed to eat, you know? Um and let's see, Vermont. A lot of a lot of my the information came from like states in like New England or like Canada where I guess like, you know, I don't know, pigs I guess are just more part of everyday life or something like that. Uh, so mm-hmm. Vermont, according to vermont.gov, it's okay to feed pigs uncontaminated fruits, vegetables, bread, grains, dairy, eggs, and vegetable oils. Do not feed pigs meat, fish, or their bones, oils, or juices, or any food that has touched these substances. Um, and then also from the website Pigs Peace, which I clicked on just because I thought it was a cute website name. Um, Most pigs love cooked broccoli, pitted apricots, cucumbers, dark green lettuce, cooked potatoes, beets, grapes, pumpkins, all squashes, zucchini, snow peas, spinach, yams, kale, tomatoes, chard, carrots, pears, apples, berries, oranges, grapefruit, melons, pitted cherries, and pitted peaches. Uh, Nowhere in there does it say dirty socks or dog food. Nowhere in there, Arnold, you asshole. (laughs) Okay, wait a minute. And being a pig isn't a novelty, Arnold. It's Yeah, for real. It's for realsies. Also, Arnold can't spell if he's the one that painted Abner's name on his house. Idiot. But it was it was like a backwards B. The spelling B episode. Yeah, that's true. Backwards B, backwards E. Nerd. That's not a very he's not a very good spieler, Arnold. That Arnold. He's a terrible spieler. Yeah. Oh, this cat does look decidedly phallic-y. Oh, it is one hundred percent phallic. Okay. Yeah. Complete. Completely intentional. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Abner runs away. And then we get a lot of the standard, hey, Arnold, like, heavy-handed reminders of things like obituaries monthly and bacon. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I was like, I had, a, I was wondering, like, what the point of the obituaries monthly thing was. Like, I was like, I thought obituaries were, like, a daily or weekly thing. I've never actually, like, looked at obits. The only, well, the only place I've seen obits is, like, in, like, Entertainment Weekly when, when they show, like, showbiz people who've died mm-hmm. or whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they used to have it in the Tribune when we would uh, I'm sure. look for our picture after soccer games oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff and, and read our stats. The obituaries are right next to That's it. That's true. They were. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, the SPCA of British Columbia has stated that, um, contrary to the portrayal in this episode, uh, pigs and cats tend to live peacefully together, That's which is adorable. Like, where's that Disney Where's that, like, Homeward Bound <laughs> spinoff, My, you know, some Milo and Charlotte shit. Charlotte Webb. Charlotte Webb. Oh, there you go. Shit. Okay. Uh, dogs and pigs, Thank on you. the other I hand, know. are an unpredictable combination, mainly because dogs are a large predator species and pigs are naturally a prey species. This may lead... <laughs> Sorry. This, this sentence, like, captured my imagination. This may lead to unwanted bullying of your pet pig. <laughs> like, that is such a sad conceit. <laughs> <laughs> But in terms, yeah, in terms of training, uh, pigs can be easily trained in much the same way as dogs. Food rewards are effective. Pigs can learn their name very quickly, can learn tricks such as sitting or twirling, can be trained to wear a leash or harness, and can be trained to use a large litter box. So, you know, I guess it's conceivable that you could teach a pig to fetch a frisbee. Um, And, you Mm -hmm. know, a lot of people are buying uh, pot-bellied pigs these days, apparently, as pets. Are the small, like... Pigs actually a thing? The teacup not, pigs? Teacup like pigs? Yeah, don't. No, that's real. Don't they just all grow to be full size pigs? Mm, I Isn't mean, that a thing? no, I think like there. So I think I also read that there are people who bought. I guess they, you know, maybe were prey to some false ish advertising. They bought what they thought was a teacup pig, and then, you know, then before their very eyes it grows into a full ass pig and you know they were basically lied yeah. to in the transaction process yeah 
Teacup pigs can grow to be between 100 and 200 pounds. Oh, that's still pretty big. Never mind then. That's yeah. That's a that's a whole pig. Some pig. Whole ass pig. <laughs> Pigs are cute though. Yeah, yeah. I I like. I think I like the little pig races at the county fair because they just like tear mm-hmm. off when they open the gates and stuff, and they're kind of like they kind of drift, honestly. Like yeah, that you know the portrayal in the cartoons where they're kind of like slipping around on their hooves. Like that's totally a real thing. Huh. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. There was something here where. Uh, and I mean, they couldn't even. I mean, yeah, just even like Grandpa falling off the chair wasn't as funny as it should have been. No, it could have been a way funnier gag. Like, I don't know. Like, Grandpa, don't worry. It's like Grandpa, that chair is pretty wobbly. He's like, I know what I'm doing. But the weird thing here is like maybe like they hadn't established it yet. Grandpa mentions a great uncle Phil, which would be hmm. then theoretically like great uncle would be like his brother or whatever. But then by Sally's comet, yeah. his name is Phil. So it's like. Things are a little wonky, you know. That's that was just a little like development, whatever, like character, like story bible, show bible kind of thing that I sort of picked up on. Really, that's all I got for this one. To be perfectly honest, yeah, we did get, uh, we did get Gerald to say Sue, um, and for yeah, um, that was great. I do want to keep and track of Arnold, the uh, Arnold had little weeb figures of himself and Gerald on the he shelf. Did. He did. Okay, thank chair. thank you for calling attention to that. They looked like little yarn, like yarn figurines or something like that, or something that they made in school. Yeah. So that's nice. Nerd. Who can who collects <laughs> figures in like a cabinet near their desk? A glass case, perhaps. Yeah. That is regularly dusted. Nerds. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't I do. Be me. Hmm. One one dream of it. One dream of it. I do want to keep track of because I think it's Arnold. it's like two or three times now that Gerald has asked uh, Arnold. It's like, and it kind of sounds like he's not like it's not. He's his best friend, but it kind of seems like he's not really paying attention to what Arnold's needs in a given situation. Because at least two or three times now, he's been like just like, want to go down to the river and throw rocks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he provides a distraction <laughs> from true. difficult things, that's, and it's his default. That's a good thing. That's but, okay. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes Gerald needs to find a yeah. little tact. So so far, I mean, so far Gerald has been not not a sidekick, but just more of like kind of like the guy who comes in. I mean, I think the most like Gerald have kind of multiple shades to Gerald was maybe during a uh, cool jerk, but. You know, so far we haven't really gotten into Gerald's own head, really, to kind of see what makes his vulnerabilities are, his own like shortcomings and whatnot. So, you know, I'm I'm definitely like looking forward yeah. to getting getting into that. We wrap it all up with Arnold deciding that the greatest thing he can do is to litter all over the fucking place. Dude, they must have smelled like shirt. Back. Yeah. 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 Terrible. That was a that pile that big pile of like garbage and compost and mud just is always bigger every time i revisit this episode also shout out to the guy that's actually named abner <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that gag <laughs> that's that's the best part of the episode that was pretty I, I think. That, that was pretty funny that was pretty funny. what what <laughs> oh leave me alone my, my son is also no my son is also named bort <laughs> that was their version of that that was their version of that joke clearly yeah, let's uh, let's let's put a fork in that one. The thought, the the, the thoughts could not be strayer. No, I'm sorry. They really couldn't be. <laughs> House of the Dragon every Sunday on HBO at roughly eight o'clock, ish. <laughs> <laughs> that podcast probably gets so much 
so much traffic though probably probably yeah it's not fair <laughs> it's not fair that's okay it's i okay. mean he earned his place <laughs> he did, he did. by building that momentum and i'm sure the podcast is phenomenal that is, but okay that specific instance will make it so i have no interest yeah. in the podcast that's fair that's fair ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm gonna sell high on our hana high on our supply my faith in- <laughs> <laughs> shaking my faith in the in the in the, in the Filipino people. That's <laughs> just all I can think of anytime I go back to that. They usually, they usually have good taste. They usually have good taste. <laughs> oh, sorry. Show, I can't. Quick shout, show, quick shout out to John Michael Higgins. I wouldn't be surprised if he pops up on this show at least once because he's just in everything statistically. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, if if John Michael Higgins isn't in your comedy show, like you know, then you you've done something wrong. Clearly. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's move on uh, to part seventeen B, the Sewer King. Um, that's Sam, the Sewer King. If you're nasty, I didn't realize he had a first. He had a you know he had a first name. His Christian name. Oh. <laughs> um, My God, yeah. didn't know that either. Sam, so again, I think again we have sort of a couple of newer or maybe just one-off folks at the creative helms of these episodes so maybe that's why it, they feel kind of like huh at times so this was written by mm. keith kaxorek cool name though um directed by yeah. tuck tucker and alan smart i was about to say amy smart uh from rat race and the butterfly effect and uh road <laughs> not road rage road trip so like late early 2000s uh it girl if there ever was one mm. while arnold goes out to bring grandpa his golden watch back from the store he sees a gigantic hole being dug for new sewer pipes at a construction site. As he looks down yeah, it, the, wa- the watch falls out of his pocket. A very shallow pocket, which, you know, that's that's a whole other observation. Not even a pocket. It was wrapped up in <laughs> his little cardigan. <laughs> it was a, it was, he just shoved it. He made a little divot in his sweater and just assumed that he'd God get home all right with the watch. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm having more fun with this than I thought. It's, oh, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, now, Arnold and Gerald must go down there to retrieve it, only to find that it is in possession of, dun, 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 the Sewer King. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Sid's little scream is my favorite. Was he like, <laughs> what is it? Is he Let's throw someone down there and see oh, how yeah. deep it is. <laughs> yeah. Sid, yeah. Sid's, Sid's good for like a one off. Just, yeah. I don't know. It's just the nature of his, like, you know, his little nasally, raspy voice. It's. Mm-hmm. It just works. It just truly works. Yeah. yeah. Well, the one, uh, the one thing that I fact, <laughs> the one thing that I fact checked before we just get into like whatever uh, riffing. Um, I was curious as to where the whole the China myth comes from, and you know, it's just that colloquialism of like kids playing in the sandbox or whatever. But apparently, if you actually did want to dig to China, like full, like you know, A to B, like straight line, um, you'd need to start your journey from Chile or Argentina, the location of China's antipode or opposite point on earth you however would need a super powered drill to get through rock and metal within earth's three layers <laughs> like no really so the movie the core okay. was just total bullshit i just wrote this episode is an incredibly bizarre adventure eat your heart out jojo yeah i wrote behold i am the underminer i'm always <laughs> beneath you but nothing is beneath me nah, welcome to the himalayas yeah that's 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 what i wrote <laughs> um <laughs> And then I wrote the rats look evil. Well, there's probably the uh, same rats, probably the same rats who uh, sabotage the subway, though. 
Like the same little red eyed rat. Royal with a lot of arms. Royal icon. A royal quest? It's like Dr. Evil. Like, <laughs> I was thinking I could be I could be maybe I could be a vet. An evil vet? No. Or maybe okay, or maybe work at a petting zoo. An evil petting zoo? <laughs> you always do that! Uh this yeah, this yeah. Mm-hmm. This this episode along with I wanna say Ninja Turtles and the nineties Spider Man cartoon just gave me very expectations of sewers as a child i genuinely like grew up believing sewers were like badass scary cavernous places and not just not just like shitty gross pp tunnels Uh, i guess like rush hour 2 maybe portrays that a little bit more accurately yeah yeah yeah. and it's always funny in philadelphia also has a good sewer reference i know i should watch that show yeah all 15 it's great actually it goes by very fast which is a weird thing to say about 15 seasons sounds good um so, so, uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, so, so they played chess. Yeah, they did. They did on <laughs> on two toilets. Chess in this episode. Was there a yeah. giant toilet also like in the background as well? Like, wasn't there like I don't know, he Michael. sits on a toilet? <laughs> I thought. Oh no 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 no! I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Futurama. Like the giant. You are thinking the giant, of the, the giant flush the giant toilet that where they think that it flushes you down to like another sub sewer that's filled with even like more hideous sub mutants. Yeah, <laughs> sub sub mutants. Yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting for El Chupanubre to come in and wreck shop. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only he could save this episode. Oh, jeez. Okay, so I was thinking if <laughs> if we if for whatever reason we made we made we made a live action version of this episode and we needed someone to play the sewer king. I my first choice, my first fan cast was Jack Black, just because I think he could totally pull that off. But upon closer consideration of of the sewer king's, you know, just mannerisms and speech patterns and his very dramatic sensibility i can't, i think like i landed on even on, on an even better person if jack's not if jables isn't available um what are the odds that we could convince laszlo himself matt berry to play this role oh my god he would be too hot too hot really yeah oh, oh it was worth a shot i just thought i thought it would be good <laughs> i he would do he would do very well in the role but I don't think he's grungy enough. I yeah, maybe still a little, maybe perhaps have, a little too refined. We have to fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I was, I forgot that freaking the sewer king. His skin is like teal, like it's almost yeah. like no, borderline he's jaundiced. Ga- yeah, jaundice. Yeah. I was thinking like gangrene or like jaundice or something. Like yeah, from just spending all his time in like sub, you know, immersing himself in like sewage and stuff and poopy water and yeah. you know yeah pee pee poo poo Matt Berry could be good but I also feel like uh Kayvon Novak could also Who's, if he was who is if that? he was like Danny DeVito's height Nandor oh Nandor okay yeah if he was like Danny DeVito's height th- then I think that would work out really well yeah and as I mean I think Not like that I would ever want to see a live action of this no no, no 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 any I mean many many cast members of what we do of the what we do in the shadows verse because i'm like jermaine clement could do this too i think pretty easily so arnold gets checkmate in three moves is that even possible i don't Which know chess possible okay seven, is it possible seven out of eight Hold seven, on. what about eight out of 15 hey, Google. eight out of 15 oh shit the shortest checkmate possible in chess is where black wins after two moves in order for it to work white needs to move their g pawn to g4 on their first or second move and black need only an open diagonal for the queen. The fool's mate. Queen's gambit. 
Anya Taylor Joy could fool's mate checkmate me in two two moves. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Helga had a pretty good slam real quick uh, on Hel- on Harold though. She literally. Holy shit! Helga was in this episode. She, I mean, wow. yeah, right. You'd. Th- I mean, like just at the hole, and that was it. I must have. I must have blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she. She says to Harold, "I bet your mother dropped you f- on your head. It's like eight thousand frequent flyer miles to China, pink boy." <laughs> it's pretty mean to insinuate that. Thanks, Helga. Gerald, I guess you needed that. I, uh, I guess you got your last pick for a royal domain, huh? <laughs> but we, okay, this this episode did give us the Gerald. I always for I never realized this is where the Gerald meme comes from, like the big droopy face, like, and it's all. Oh, oh yeah, my yeah, God, yeah. That's yeah, that, that is that is the one gift that this episode bequeathed to us. Thank you so much for bequeathing. So we've got two, two for two on iconic Gerald meme faces. We got Journey is the destination, and this one, and it's always in the context of like when that you know when that you know, when that hoo ha, be stankin' good good or something like that. I don't know what the prompt is or what the setup for that. It's been a while since I've actually seen that meme in practice. Can you say some more of them and and just attempt more more of those more? Okay, without looking. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 just riffing, just riffing, other... just riffing. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't know, man. I'm on the spot. Because I'll tell you, it's not when the hoo-ha is that good good. Because it's, it's definitely not that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was, maybe that was just my first... That was my first try. <laughs> I got nothing else. <laughs> this, it would be so good for the montage. It would. God. <laughs> the toilets had full basins. That, that there, There's a detail there for okay. some reason. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't even tell what time it is. <laughs> it was kind of a, it was actually a, I think I feel like that was sort of a um a callback to Helga being like I'm never going to find it. I'm never what am I going to do without his hat? Hey, Arnold's hat. I knew it. I knew it all the time. <laughs> and kind of like two Yeah, that was yeah. that was a good moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say um <laughs> If there's one thing from this episode that I was a super big fan of is when Arnold is like dejected walking out of the room and Ooh. grandpa asks him to get milk and he just does the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. That was so good. I think this so good. maybe the last time too we get the play out, you know, with the with Stompin starting in the last shots. I think this might be the last time we we use, we see that happen. And it's, it's a very clean ending. Yeah, I it's enjoyed it. very Charlie Brown esque, just kind of walking, walking off, you know, yeah. head head Play him down out on stage. Yeah, and it's yeah. A, and it was um kind of feels like well the fact that Craig Bartlett I believe may have worked on Rugrats. Yeah, I mean a couple it was like kind of rug you know people in in the old Nick days people would kind of like start on one show more in support roles and then go off and start their own shows and whatnot. So yeah. I believe mm-hmm. Craig Bartlett and Joe and Bear both worked on Rugrats. So for him, <laughs> for Arnold to walk off and be like, where are you going? And he's like, to take a long, hard look at my life. It reminded me of, it reminded me of uh, another great Nick meme, which was the episode of Rugrats where Angelica breaks her leg and makes Uncle Stu uh, get her chocolate pudding. So he goes and oh, like, yeah. he gets pudding mix from the convenience store. And Dee Dee's like, Steve, what are you doing? He's like, making chocolate pudding. He's like, it's three o'clock in the morning. Why are you making chocolate pudding? <laughs> because I've lost control of my life. <laughs> I've lost control of my life. And he's like got six eye bags yeah. under his like, I mean, super like hat. Yeah. <laughs> his robe is like falling off his shoulders yeah. and shit. Oh my god. 
Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This, I mean, these this episode, these episodes make me want to take a long, hard look at my life. <laughs> I think that's yeah. So what I will say is, if these episodes in the first like five, I guess they are isolated vignettes. Yeah. Yeah. If they were, if they were just something that I like turn on the television and I saw it, I'd probably enjoy it mm-hmm. and like be like, oh, this is a cool cartoon. But in the sequencing that we've been watching it and like watching the quality mm-hmm. kind of rise and like and then waver towards the top like in the last few episodes have been like a little bit up and down then this just feels like it, it brought us back to square one right? yeah <laughs> yeah no i mean again like yeah. the, the production and it's only in that context yes yeah yeah again like the whole like everything we've been seeing come to come to play with like production order versus like release order that's been really i'm really curious as yeah, to as yeah, to yeah, how yeah. or why that happened the way it did because uh, i mean we haven't gone to this yet, but I mean, I looked ahead in my little DVD box at um, this episodes for season two. There's actually a bunch of episodes mm-hmm. in season two that were clearly, I mean, maybe was that clearly like see are more of the ilk of like Sally's Comet and stuff. Like the episode where like Arnold mm-hmm. falls in love with Miss with his substitute teacher. Like that's that's a season two episode. I always thought it was season one this whole time. Yeah. So like yeah. all these other things and like again they are all very different not just in terms of aesthetic but also just in tone the sort of like the the story you know like the just the nature of the story or how the how the characters are ultimately kind of portrayed and things like that so it's it's almost like that this show you know Hey Arnold is very like like the core conceit the core sort of ethos and the pathos of the show like is mostly pretty consistent throughout but then there are these pockets where yeah. it's like this is a slightly different version of this show here, you know, which is, I mean, yeah. not, I mean, that's actually yeah. pretty cool. Kind of like keeps definitely like keeps us on our toes as, as we go. So I'm curious to, you know, see where, where the rest of that goes. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. No, right? like I, yeah. I still enjoyed these episodes for what they were. It's just, it's when we're doing one a week, it's like, Oh man, this, it, it's, this, it's a different, yeah. not continue the high. <laughs> yeah. Again, again, it fumbled, it fumbled the combo. <laughs> it's, it did. We had it to use the we had we had to combo. tilt we had to tilt the guitar and use the star power to get through the rest of the song. This, okay. <laughs> this was not a no miss on Groove Coast. No. Oh, that's it. Okay. More more recent uh, rhythm game analogy. I like it. Oh my god, but so niche. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So I think that's it for this one, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Which is uh, fine. So what what are, what are our what are our uh, our our lessons our takeaways oh god i mean <laughs> what did we learn in class today maybe, class so maybe you shouldn't domesticate a pig that's that's maybe the yeah, one thing that's yeah yeah don't domesticate a pig ask maybe if your grandpa has a spare as a whole ass drawer as or four, 20 or 12 <laughs> 20. <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> Instead of going gallivanting through the sewers. Oh boy. Yeah, I think I think those are pretty those are pretty valid. Um, but again, I just want to express my utter excitement. I can't believe we're already here at this point. Uh, so next week, mm. our mm. episode, our coverage. If we fi- if we spend like an hour on that first half alone, I won't be mad. <laughs> um, <laughs> we will be covering episode eighteen, false alarm slash world records. And we will finally be introduced to arguably the most unpredictable and unstable, but perhaps the most entertaining member of Arnold's class, Thaddeus Curly Gamblethorpe. Mm. <laughs> time is, but these are we're like this is like I feel like this is like what all of those like like 
all those people online that have been like talking shit about She-Hulk being like, oh my god, where's Daredevil? Like, this is my Daredevil and She-Hulk. Might actually coincide <laughs> with that, actually, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, Suey. Never eat raspberries, I suppose. Suey. Suey. Don't eat, don't eat raspberries. Go to bed. Skip this episode. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay.